Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought, is LeBron James trying to get police officers killed? Does he really care about black lives, or is he just some asshole that wants to lick China's boots and then pretend he's a big humanitarian and a defender of civil rights? The world's greatest basketball player? Yeah. And the world's biggest dumbass and buffoon? Yeah, apparently so. Plus, we got a couple more things to get to. The left has lost its mind. They really have, folks. Can they get any worse? <laughs> oh, yeah, they will, believe me. They'll find a way to define deviancy down again. And welcome once again, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought, the pissed off and fed up past my eyebrows edition. Uh, now let's get to a couple other stories before I get into the the issue of LeBron James being a absolute bottom-feeding piece of crap. With apologies to pieces of crap and bottom-feeders to compare you to LeBron Let's go to the Federalist, and uh, this piece is by Azra Q. Nomani. Really cool sounding name, isn't it? Fairfax County, Virginia. That's in the leftist part of the state of Virginia, not the normal part. That's in the big blue section of the the uh, the foolish liberal voters. Not the most estate that is red with actual human beings who value things like liberty and and. Uh, our republic. Late last month, Suparna Dutta's son, who's a student at Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology, started sending his mother distressing videos uh, from a mandatory lesson uh, straight out of controversial critical race theory, all in the name of Check this one out, folks. Socio-emotional learning. I guess it's a new way to learn. You have to be uh, really emotional, so it's socio-emotional learning. God help our children and our college students from these leftist uh, fanatics. Uh, the lesson is centered on a Netflix film called 13th with controversial activist and communist party member Angela Davis what a winner she is as a human being and a biased narrative about policing in the United States you know cops bad communism good 
knuckles bleeding uh, from dragging them. Uh, while all the discrimination must be eliminated in policing, the film had this odd takeaway. Criminals, listen closely, criminals are constitutionally deprived of freedom. Also unsettling, the PowerPoint slides had the distinct bright yellow three stripes. Why is that important, you ask? Well, <laughs> of those three stripes, they're part of the official brand of Black Lives Matter. Uh, the multi-million dollar uh, global enterprise, the slides include a key BLM narrative, or mantra, excuse me, racism as a structure with a menacing oversized finger of a white man over a cowering young black man because everything's racist. Uh, this is a summary <clears throat> of the 13th, again, that Angela Davis is a big part of. Racism has persisted and evolved as an institution. Criminals are constitutionally deprived of freedom. African Americans arrested in Massey or in mass, I should say, uh, and listed under that are war against crime equals war on drugs equals war on race. In other words, don't don't enforce laws. How racist is this? It's basically saying that if you're a minority, especially a black person, that you're you're it's natural for you to commit crimes. That's what it's saying if you really read into it. The next uh, next little subheadline there: sub super predators portrays African Americans as dangerous. Some African Americans are dangerous. Some white people are dangerous. Some Hispanic people are dangerous. Some of every religion, race, you name it, ethnicity, is dangerous. Most, of course, are not. Most people are like, and they want to live peaceful, safe lives. They want to be able to know cops will do their jobs without being criticized or attacked. Three strikes law. Third felony results in mandatory sentencing. I don't like three strikes laws, I'll be honest. There should be certain crimes, violent felonies, first and secondary murder, uh, if there's an intent to harm in secondary murder. If you deliberately kill another human being, whether you premeditate it or not, you should, yeah, once convicted, fair trial, all that due process absolutely has to be protected. But once you're convicted, outside of legal appeals, that you're going to have new evidence coming to light, you don't ever get out of prison again. Same with rape, forcible rape. Same for kidnapping. Same for <clears throat> uh, aggravated battery. When you really beat the you-know-what out of someone, you have a, a deeply violent felony has been committed. Those people should not get out of prison again. I'm not talking about car thieves. I'm not talking about people who write bed checks. I'm not talking about people who, uh, whatever. If you commit a violent felony, like rape, child molestation, attempted murder, murder, you should never get out of prison again the first time. Time. 
and that we haven't got that in this country and haven't got it through the heads of enough state legislators is is absolutely beyond me. So I'm not a big fan of three strikes law. I mean, the third time you molest a child, then we'll get serious. What kind of horse shit is that? Uh, private prisons monetize mass incarceration. Just, I don't know. I mean, do we trust the government to run prisons? Do we trust anybody to run prisons? It's a very serious matter and should be done in a responsible way, just like you should have first offense violent felonies should get you locked away forever because you've proven yourself a direct threat to the safety of your fellow citizens. Just like we have that, we have to have prison populations kept separate. The really bad people, you don't lock them up with lesser offenders. You have to be careful with that, obviously. And smarter people than me can decide, private, public, whatever, who runs the prisons. I just want them run in a safe manner. That's it. That's what should count. And the last sub-point here is financial disparities force plea bargains that almost always result in jail time. Well, you've got a choice to take a, a plea bargain or not. And I'm not a fan of a lot of DAs, frankly who, in my estimation, just want to plead people down, get somebody to flip on this one. They just want a conviction. They don't really put the emphasis on putting violent, dangerous felons away, period. They focus too much on that, and too many are, you know, you hear the campaign ads. As a prosecutor in such and such county or city, I put bad people in prison. That's your damn job. Why are you bragging about doing your job? I think a garbage man saying, ha, I picked up garbage bags and threw them in the back of that big truck over there. That's why I should be your next congressman. And in truth, a lot of garbage men would be better than a lot of political DAs. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking DAs as a whole at all. I think most of them are, are fair-minded, good, hard-working people who, who very, very much want to protect. But there are some that are strictly political, and that's never a good thing. Here's another point from Summary of the 13th. Felons who are released from correctional institutions are vastly limited in occupational housing, etc. opportunities in society. <clears throat> well, they may have a point there. We need to be fair. If we're going to let somebody out of prison, they've, they, we've given them a sentence, they've served their time, they're out of prison. Yeah, they, they should have help in getting jobs. And there are a lot of people who will hire them. And there's a lot of reasons they, they're they very leery to hire them. And that's a balance that needs to be struck. Uh, I think probably private institutions could do a better job of that than the government, uh, given the government's penchant for corruption. And, of course, the last one, racism is not a concept of the past. No, racism still exists. Communists use it all the time. Governments use it all the time. I mean, subjugating people based on whether it be on their race, their religion, their ethnicity, their gender, their sexual orientation, whether they're left-handed, right-handed, whether they like the color purple. Anytime the government gets into the business of dictating some people are bad and subhuman because of their fill-in-the-blank here, it's bad. But I don't think that is being taught in this course since the noted communist Angela Davis 
is behind it. Uh, for about 36 minutes, teachers lectured the students. Uh, about 70% of them are Asian, 10% black and Hispanic, uh, and multiracial, and then 20% white. So it's mainly an Asian school, predominantly Asian school. About the critical race theory concept of intersectionality. And no, that's not people who like to have sex in intersections, you perverts. Stop it. And called out the mostly minority students of color for their alleged racism. Starting without any evidence. At Thomas Jefferson, the lack of diversity in informed students has perpetuated microaggressions and casual racism. Casual racism, I'm not sure. That sounds like maybe a made-up thing by a leftist. Kind of like microaggressions. Is that aggression against just short people and little horses and dogs and small kittens or something? Or a casual racism. Is that you can be racist, but you only do it when you're wearing like a sweater vest and loafers? Yeah, you can't have like really dressed up. Yeah, there's a casual that those people, I don't know what the hell it means. They don't know what it means. It's BS they made up to further divide the country to better students and indoctrinate them. That's what it is. And shame them into being better peons for the coming Marxist regime that they would love to foist upon this country, therefore destroying it. In a videotaped message accompanying the lesson, Anant Das an alumnus from the local activist uh, Thomas Jefferson Al Alumni Action Group scolded the students for salsa dancing at an international night celebration, which he called cultural appropriation. You can never do anyone else's dance or eat their food or dress like them or admire anything about them. Anything. It has to be only your culture you can be a part of or else you're a bad human being. Melting pot? America is supposed to be a melting pot. That's how you make great food, like like chili, like my chili, which is the best I've ever had in my life. I have a certain process. And the chili becomes great, any bunch of chili, when you cook it a little longer and you start putting in different ingredients and everything melts together and melts together and blends together and becomes a fabulous food. When we talk about a melting pot, America is designed to be that type of melting pot. Look at, our, look at the coins you have in your pocket. What words are on the pack of those coins? Liberty. That's number one. Right? In God we trust. Absolutely. And what? There's another one. E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. In other words, when you come to America, you become an American. You have to want to become an American. And any nation that has any sense would demand that of immigrants. We, we're cool if you come here. But you have to want to be an American first and foremost. We don't want people here. Any country is foolish to take in people who don't give it anything about the country. They're coming strictly for themselves. It's just common sense. 
So this business of cultural appropriation, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Last name's Hagen. That's Irish. You want to drink Irish whiskey? Give me a shot, too, is all I ask. You want to born and raised? God bless the South. Born and raised. And you know what? When I was a kid and all my life eating, eating pickled beets and eating macaroni and cheese and cornbread and biscuits and fried pork chops and fried chicken and going to fish fries and having delicious catfish, you ain't lived till you've had a really, 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 someone who really knows how to fry catfish. And all the rest of things, the grits and everything else southern, the green beans, the black-eyed peas, the mustard greens, the collard greens, just keep going, folks. The salmon patties, all of it. I don't, why would I be offended if you want to cook that food or learn how to cook that food for yourself? It's the same thing. Sometimes I feel like eating Chinese food. Sometimes I feel like going to, uh, you know, a Korean place. They have their own kind of food. What's wrong with that? I'm not appropriating it. If I try to cook something that comes from Korea or Turkey or whatever else country, why is that a bad thing? It isn't at all. And that the left has tried to make this a sign of bigotry is horseshit. Excuse my French. Teachers also led a bizarre discussion in this class on what stereotypes might you have about your own culture. What do you mean? I don't even know what they mean. They pushed activism, stating ways to address racism can include being upfront and vocal or pushing for social change through your actions. And the extra resources included a reference to Black Lives Matter. Sure they do. The bank accounts of the leaders of Black Lives Matter, they matter a lot more, though with a link to the official website for Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Would you want to make racists rich? Give your money to Black Lives Matter. And don't ever expect them to show up in Chicago or any other big cities where blacks are massacring each other every weekend because they don't give the first rest rat's ass about those black people. And... I don't even get into that. There's uh, more at the Federalist. You should really go read this. I want to save some time here to to, uh, to talk about uh, this shooting in Columbus, Ohio. And the absolutely evil response of the left. Uh, but again, the Federalist uh, published on April the 20th. Osra Q. Nomani. Uh, very important. The things they're teaching our kids in school are terrifying, and that's one way they're gaining power. Now, a quick note about the former Newsbusters has this piece up. The former Golden Globes president is under fire because he called BLM a racist hate movement. So, in other words, he told the truth. Uh, the former eight-term president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Agency uh, the organization that puts on the Golden Globes Awards show every year is in Mucho Caliente Agua. That's very hot water. 
for criticizing the BLM movement, the Hollywood Reporter wrote that Philip Burke, his name even sounds white, doesn't it? He's Philip Burke, white racist pig. The former head of the HFPA and current members, and current member rather, is in deep trouble, mucho trouble, for spreading his opinion that the riot-prone statistics ignoring Marxist-led Black Lives Matter organization is a racist hate movement. Yep, deep trouble. In response to the news, both NBC and MRC, which is a parent company of Dick Clark Productions and co-owner of the Hollywood Reporter, uh, not to be confused with Media Research Center, which is who puts on uh, Newsbusters, have called Burke's experience uh, have called for Burke's expulsion from the group. Anyway, according to the details, Burke, who is an 88-year-old industry titan, I've never heard of him, but that doesn't mean much, made the wrong move by forwarding an anti-BLM uh, article to fellow HFPA members via email. In addition to the article calling BLM a racist hate movement, which it is, the piece also went after the group's self-avowed Marxist leader, Patrice Cullors. You know she's the one that's bought $3.2 million worth, uh, worth of uh, real estate and is looking to buy a lot more. She certainly made a killing, and she's an avowed, self-avowed Marxist. So there's no doubt that she is a big fan of capitalism when it benefits her, but not the, not the little people. See, the leadership in communism, folks, they never suffer, they never starve, they never stand in line for food. It's just all the people down below them, the people they claim to care about that suffer and are thrown into concentration camps and things of that nature. Uh, the piece blasted colors for having purchased expense, expensive Hollywood home near uh, where the Manson murders happened. Adding, which seems only appropriate since Mas Mansion, Mansion, Manson wanted to start a race war. Yeah, Charles Manson was crazy bastard. He was deeply crazy. Uh, and just horrific, the things he and his followers did. Uh, evil. That's the best way to describe it, evil. You can read about that more at Newsbusters. Gab Gabrielle Hayes put that together. Also from uh, a couple days ago, April 20th. Uh, that's newsbusters.org. Very good site. Uh, gets into a lot of media stuff and, and the left's hold on the media and some of the idiotic things the Hollywood types do. But let's talk about LeBron James, folks. Let's talk about good old LeBron James. He did something that is beyond despicable. This isn't something that people just disagree with. It's not something controversial. It is evil what he did. We all know the story I talked about yesterday, Columbus, Ohio. The 16-year-old girl who was uh, Makia Bryant was... Uh, was in the process of attacking and, and seconds away from stabbing another black girl uh, with a significant knife, let's say that. And she was definitely, if you watch the video, 
she's going full blower slashing motion. She was ready to gut this other girl like a pig. The Columbus police officer pulls up and immediately he's got his weapon pulled and he, he sees what's happening. He says, drop it, drop it, drop it. And Makia Bryant did not. She continued to move toward stabbing the girl and literally last second he could have saved the other girl. Uh, he shot, fired four times, killing Bryant and sparing the other girl what was pretty much certain death. Because when you go after somebody with a knife, that's personal, that's hatred, and uh, it is one of the worst attacks you can try to defend yourself from. And the other girl had no, no real defense. She was going to get gutted like a pig. Unless this officer did his job, and he did thank God for him. And what seems lost on the left is that while attacking the Columbus police for using the, the girl's race as a reason to shoot, the only reason this officer shot was that it was a black girl, they say. It's despicable. And they know it. That's the real despicability here, is they know they're lying. But LeBron James went further. As Bobby Burrick writes on the Outkick, if you like sports coverage and you want some actual decent commentary and, and when you get into social issues, political issues, uh, read the Outkick. Clay Travis started it, and he's a good guy. Uh, but Bobby Burrick wrote yesterday, LeBron James is a buffoon. For years, he has used his power and incomplete information to tell his worshipers the country is evil. Today he used that power, that platform, to spread a lie and put a police officer in danger. LeBron tweeted to his 50 million followers a full photo of the officer who fatally shot Makia Bryant in Ohio. That's the officer that saved this girl's life. She was done. She was fixing to be, again, I'll say it, gutted like a pig by this other girl. If that police officer had not fired and killed Bryant, that other girl would be dead. She would have died a horrific, horrific death. Um, and I mean, you see the tweets with the freeze frame, and you see the girl is, is clearly coming forward with a knife directed straight at the midsection of this other girl. She intends to kill her. The, the police officer is several feet away. He has no chance. These people, why did you go tackle her or grab her arm or shoot in the air or shoot her in the leg? A complete morons. They know nothing about use of force training that police have. They know nothing. They're ignorant asses. But LeBron James should be smarter than this. So not only did he tweet to his 50 million followers a full photo of the officer who shot Bryant and saved this other girl's life, putting that officer in danger, he also very clearly uh, put a word next to it, to the picture. And what he tweeted was a picture of the officer and then your next Hashtag accountability. I mean, that to me could be taken as a direct threat to this police officer's life. Maybe LeBron needs to get a visit from police. 
Maybe he need, he needs to be investigated. Maybe he needs to be charged with inciting violence. By next, he says anyway, he means a prison sentence for perhaps perhaps the rest of his life, a la Derek Chauvin. Now the difference there is clear: Chauvin was irresponsible. To me, he deserves to be convicted and sent to prison. Um, that's another topic for another time. This officer saved a human being's life by acting correctly. And apparently, no one cares about this other black girl. They care about black lives so damn much, but they don't give a shit that this girl was about to be gutted like a damn pig. Where's your love for that girl? Or did she have it coming? Or are certain casualties... And, and someone butchering another human being, sometimes that's okay if it furthers your Marxist agenda, LeBron. And the rest of the idiots tweeting their support of LeBron. The people out there bashing police, calling for this officer to be arrested and charged and sent to prison. What the hell is wrong with you people? Seriously. You do need Jesus, badly. And probably some mental health help. <clears throat> what LeBron fails to mention back to the Barack piece here, or probably does not even know, is that the officer shot Bryant to save the life of the girl she was about to stab and kill. In other words, the officer did his job. But maybe all that matters is LeBron that a there's a dead black girl. So an officer must pay. Doesn't matter that the officer also saved another black girl. That's how moral the left is. That's how morally retarded they are. And David Hookstead, another big fan, another person I'm a big fan of, uh, tweeted a picture, a still image of the knife uh, in the uh, in Makia Bryant's hand, headed toward the other girl who who uh, looks pretty much defenseless. The woman in this video with the knife in her hand was shot and killed by a cop. LeBron James, who defends China at all costs, wants that police officer in prison. Hookstead concludes the tweet with this, Society is going insane. Should the cop have just watched a potential murder unfold? Apparently so. But, of course, if he had, you'd have the same people outraged that he did nothing to stop a black girl from being stabbed. They'd want him going to prison for not doing his job. That's how the left operates. That's their propaganda. And LeBron has now deleted the tweet. He deleted the tweet calling for the cop to be arrested uh, for shooting the, the woman who was fixing to butcher another human being. And, uh, again, despicable. I don't know if this officer has family or not. But he also, LeBron James, also put the man's family in danger. Uh, Clay Travis, again, of the Outkick, tweeted this. Did you even watch the video, bud? He shot a woman armed with a knife trying to kill an unarmed person. Here's his perspective. And he has a picture there, a still frame. This is even more shameful than you shutting up and dribbling for your boy, Chairman 
Z uh, in China. Oh, LeBron's a big fan of China. Doesn't matter if they put uh, Uyghur Muslims into uh, re-education camps, which are, again, they're rounding them up, they're taken in, and they are reprogrammed, re-educated in concentration camps. Doesn't matter that China has told families how many children they may or may not have. Doesn't matter they're big into harvesting organs from prisoners. Doesn't matter they execute more people than any other nation on earth. Nothing matters if China does it because they're paying LeBron millions of dollars. So fuck you, LeBron. You hypocritical piece of human filth. What the hell is wrong with you? Are you that stupid? No. You're just a hypocrite. As long as those millions are flowing in from China, they can oppress as many people as they damn well want to, can't they, LeBron? Why you sit here on your ass and pretend, pretend that you're some kind of victim and pretend that you're fighting for the little man and pretend that you give a rat's ass about anybody but yourself. Though the officer saved a life, LeBron tweets out the full image of him to ensure no matter what events follows, this man will have a target on his back. Again, for the rest of his life, for as long as he wants to be a police officer. Uh, Sure, LeBron deleted the tweet. So what? How many people saw it? How many people have, have a screenshot of it? And what happens one day when someone decides that yeah, LeBron, remember, reported this guy needs to pay. Maybe we should charge LeBron as an accessory. You think LeBron will give a damn about this guy or his family? You think he really gives a damn that he set up somebody to be a target? Do you think he cares? Hell no, he doesn't care. He's cashing checks from China. And that's all you care about, LeBron. Because of LeBron, the officer will never be able to walk in public safely again. And uh, that's Bobby Burke of the the, uh, Outkick absolutely nailing LeBron, what he did. This is shameful, he writes. The NBA should address this. But it won't. Like LeBron, the NBA, and all its minions in the media are cowards. If I ran the NBA, right now, LeBron, you would be suspended indefinitely. Your ass would not step foot on the court the rest of this season. And maybe ever again. Because what you did, LeBron, was so despicable and cowardly. There are no words. You understand why I'm so angry? You're setting up a hero who saved a woman's life to be a target for vigilantes and thugs the rest of his life, LeBron. Oh, so you could virtue signal. Look at what I did. I'm standing for justice. You're a clown, LeBron. You're an absolute clown. And if you want to uh, 
you can go to uh, the Twitter page of King James, LeBron James, and uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of responses that are very troubling because apparently no matter what an officer does now, they're bad. A black an officer can literally shoot and kill somebody trying to wantonly slaughter a black teenage girl and he's a racist for it. Again, what is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you? Your eyes can't see and your brain can't function enough to say, wow, that guy's a hero. God bless him for what he did. You can't see through the the, the propaganda that the NAAC, our former NAACP leader and others calling out the cop, this is murder, this is murder, justice for, this one justice for, I'm not even going to say the girl's name anymore. She's dead and it's sad that a 16-year-old girl came to such an end, but I don't know what anyone, any reasonable human being expects that officer to have done. That's his job. See, the problem isn't really police abusing power with the left. It's that the police enforce the law and do a good job, 99% of them. If they cared about black lives, they'd be in every major city where black people die at disproportionate rates every weekend at the hands of other black people. They'd be demanding that young black men stop committing crimes. They'd be demanding. They'd be doing everything they can to pass one message on to every black motorist or black person who has an interaction with a police officer to comply. I can't think of one of these police shootings, almost all of them have, the, that has been investigated, the officer has been either acquitted if they were charged or cleared. Because most cops are good people that do the job the right way. Most criminals are criminals. Black, white, whatever the color. But you want to stop police shootings? I do too. It starts with anyone who's pulled over by the police or stopped by the police to comply with the orders. If they treat you wrongly, they treat you poorly, you think you have a case... After it's over, go talk to a lawyer. Do it the right way in court. Because not every cop is a good guy or good gal. We just saw one of the Dante Wright shooting that was incompetent, apparently. Mistook her, her pistol for a taser and shot a person to death. And Dante Wright wasn't a good person. He was a thug. But you know what? He had a trial date coming up. He should be preparing for that trial date in a court of law where he can have due process, not being buried because of an incompetent officer. And I'm sorry for the anger, but I am so sick of trash like LeBron James doing this type of garbage. Absolute garbage. This is Doug Hagen for the Daily Gator Thought, my friends. I will talk to you later. I'm going to calm down a little bit. Um... You want to support this uh, this this podcast or the Daily Gator blog, either one, please feel free. My PayPal button, first post at thedailygator.com. You can donate there. Uh, 
Uh, you can also go to anchor.doughagan. And uh, I'm also going to have uh, have my uh, podcast coming out on Buzzsprout uh, more and more often. And uh, other places that Anchor distributes to like Google and uh, Spotify and some other podcasting uh, podcasting sites. Thank you for su- your support. I do appreciate it. Again, sorry for the yelling, but I had to get this out because this is so insidiously evil what LeBron did. There really are no words and no rational mind should be able to understand this. But remember the three golden rules of life, my friends. God bless America. Go Gators. And oh yeah, if you're left, you just ain't right. And let me add a fourth one for today. Yeah, blue lives matter. And you should back the blue. Thank God for our law enforcement officers. God bless each and every one of you. You see a cop, thank a cop. Because they deserve it. They'll lay their lives down for you. You better damn well support them. Again, Doug Hagen for the Daily Getter blog. We'll see you soon, my friends. Take care and God bless.